The scene is Woodbridge Township, New Jersey. Described by many as a quaint community, this is the type of place where everyone is out on the weekend walking with their families. Population, around 100,000. And the local high school is named Colonia High. Until recently, the only thing that people across the country knew about Woodbridge was a law passed in 1982, where local authorities enacted a safety measure that banned people from using cassette players in public while riding a bike, crossing a street, or driving a car. But in early 2022, famous TikTok doctor Joe Whittington began a video by asking the question, what is happening at Colonia High School in New Jersey? He goes on to detail a true horror story of how countless people have been diagnosed at the school with the most aggressive form of brain cancer imaginable. Typically, this particular tumor only affects three out of 100,000 people. But for people who attended Colonia High from 1975 to 1995 or even worked there, seemingly they are over 300 times more likely to be affected by this tumor than those in the general population. Which is a crazy statistic. And at the time of the video going viral, 84 people were affected. As of today, over 120 confirmed cases have been reported, and there will be likely even more reported after this episode comes out. So today, we're going to dive deep into the mystery of what's really happening at Colonia High School. Welcome to Internet Urban Legends, a Spotify original from Parcast. I'm Loey, your friendly neighborhood true believer who dropped out of a pre-med program back in like 2013, question mark. So, you know, maybe I'm fulfilling my prophecy of finally talking about medical things as my job description. I don't know. And I am Eleanor, perpetually stubborn skeptic, mm-hmm. didn't not cheat on my biology <laughs> final. <laughs> Um, we're here. No, we're excited. <laughs> Girls in STEM. <laughs> Girls in STEM. I yeah. love you. Together, we are the Gruesome Twosome, and this is Internet Urban Legends, where we dive deep into the darkest corners of the internet. We might find the answers we're looking for. We might scare ourselves into staying up all night. But one thing is for sure. Hello. Glad to have <laughs> you along for the ride today. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Our story begins with a man named Al Lupiano. Al is a 1989 graduate of Colonia High School in Woodbridge Township, New Jersey. In 1999, Al was diagnosed with an acoustic neuroma, a type of benign brain tumor that grows on a nerve that runs from the brain to the inner ear. He was successfully treated for it, but now has lingering side effects from this, including slight deafness, fatigue, and dizziness. Al is really lucky to be alive. You don't often hear of cases of brain cancer where the person 
makes like a full-on recovery, and he knows that he's lucky to be here. But a few decades later, he was astonished when, within the span of just eight days, his wife Michelle and his sister Angela were diagnosed with even more aggressive forms of brain tumors. Soon after, the family discovered that a few other friends from their school had been diagnosed with brain tumors. Al and his sister Angela immediately knew something was wrong. Angela told Al, you have to find out what's doing this. You have to find out if this is something that's going to affect my kids. And then tragedy struck. Angela died in February 2022 from a form of brain cancer known as glioblastoma, or GBM. Al had promised his sister on her deathbed that he would get to the bottom of what was causing this for her, for her kids, and for every future student at that school. And so he got to work. Al was an environmental scientist, and while he did independently research the matter, he also started reaching out to former students and staff on Facebook to see if they knew anybody that had also been diagnosed with brain tumors. And the reports he got back were so beyond startling. First, he found 15 classmates, then the number rose to 64, then 87. And as of May 2022, Al had found 117 individuals with primary brain tumors and another 70 with very rare cancers. Most of these people graduated Colonia between 1975 and 2000, and the diagnoses include, quote, several types of primary brain tumors, including cancerous forms like GBM and non-cancerous yet debilitating masses. Al also says he knows of people who did not attend the school but who live nearby, and they've gotten in touch with him to express their concerns. He told Fox News, quote, there's lots and lots of people calling me, saying, look, I didn't go to the high school, but I lived a mile away, and we call our block Cancer Alley. Which is incredibly foreboding, off the top. I can't even imagine living in an area where this is just weirdly kind of known about by the people who live there. The school was built back in 1967 on acres of empty land, and today it enrolls around 1,300 students most of which are concerned as hell about the recent discovery of this possible cancer cluster. I can't even imagine what the kids are thinking, what the parents are thinking, what everybody who lives in this so-called cancer alley area is thinking as more and more cases are confirmed. Al says that he now believes ionizing radiation must be responsible for the health issues. We are listening to Al here, FYI. This is not like a proven claim or anything like that, and we'll get into investigations done earlier, but this is coming directly from Al, who is seemingly spearheading the entire effort to get to the bottom of the cancer outbreak. Now, the reason he believes that ionizing radiation is potentially linked to the health issues is because ionizing radiation is the only known environmental link to primary brain tumors. Al doesn't know what could be causing this, though. So in April of 2022, local officials approved an emergency probe of the school. And that probe finished a month later with the bombshell revelation that the school did not test positive for any radiation. None. Nada. Zip. Absolutely no radiation found. New Jersey's Commissioner of Environmental Protection stated, It's our conclusion at the Department of Environmental Protection that the radiological status of this building and the grounds of this high school are consistent with typical background levels of radiation that are found in New Jersey. In fact, it's at the lower end of those background levels of radioactive materials. 
In response, Al Lupiano took to Facebook to share his frustrations with the following post stating, a guy goes to his doctor saying, doctor, please help me. I feel awful and I fear I may be dying. In response, the doctor takes his temperature, observes 98.6 and declares him in perfect health and sends him on his way. While the representatives we pay to protect us have declared victory after doing the least amount of work possible, over 200 people have either died or are suffering from brain tumors and rare cancers. I don't know about you, but I'm not giving up so easy. So this is all weird. This is all beyond weird. Weird doesn't even begin to describe it. If it's not the school, if it's not the grounds, if it's not this radiation, the only environmental thing that could be supposedly causing these tumors, what is it? Why is there such a high percentage of people that come from this high school with cancer, rare cancers at that? What do you think of all of this as I'm even telling you? I mean, it's just such a tragedy. Like, it's so sad. Yeah. It's just <laughs> it sad. Is it is sad. It's sad yeah. and scary. It's weird to think that like, the places we live could be harming us, just yeah. with the air we're breathing, you know? Yeah. yeah We've talked about this before, how one day we'll be able to, and I always bring up this conversation because I think it's so just like kind of harrowing. We talk about how like in a couple of decades, they'll be like, yeah, human beings used to drink microplastics from water bottles. And then they tried to switch over to paper bottles and they were consuming one square piece of toilet paper per cardboard, whatever. Or, you know, they'll just talk about environmental things that we just don't know about yet. And with this school, it's fascinating because the investigation is all happening like right now, even though the people affected attended this high school so long ago. The internet, as it always does, has some theories, conspiracy theories ranging from far-fetched to maybe a bit more believable on why this school seems to be a hot spot for brain tumors. Up next, we'll be talking about some of the theories behind why this one school is experiencing a higher-than-average cluster of deadly brain tumors. Behind every missing person is a story to be told. Look closely at the details and you may just find the answers. Find the answers, find the truth. I'm Sarah Turney, host of Disappearances. Every Thursday, join me for a deeper look into history's most gripping missing persons cases, tracking timelines, analyzing clues, and piecing together as many answers as possible to find the actual truth. From the tragedies of Amelia Earhart and Charles Lindbergh Jr. to the mysterious circumstances surrounding Tierra Williams and the Iguala mass kidnapping, each week on Disappearances, we're spotlighting the stories you thought you knew and the ones you'll be shocked to discover. Because no one just vanishes into thin air. The truth is out there, waiting to be found. Follow the Spotify original from Parcast Disappearances. Listen free only on Spotify. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. So it turns out, and I did a little bit of Googling, the lightest amount of Googling one can do, this is not a hard fact to find. In 1997, Colonia High School was evacuated because a Geiger counter found a startling amount of radiation on a rock in a science class. 
A hazardous materials team, dressed in lead aprons that they borrowed from a dentist, secured the rock in a lead-lined box. The rock was initially identified as uraninite, a stone containing uranium, which does exist in New Jersey but is way more commonly found in Colorado and Utah. Further testing showed that it was actually a uranium-calcium phosphate. So, uh, I'm a crystal girly, but I'm not like a rock girly. I don't really know what any of those words mean. But basically, the rock was found to be harmless after all of this. It's like, you know, they're identifying the rock. They're trying to figure out what it is. But it's harmless. And now, supposedly, they're saying, oh, the Geiger counter was too sensitive. After that, everybody just went back to school and never thought about it again until the cancer outbreak happened. A TikTok video from Dr. Joe, if you remember Dr. Joe from the beginning of the episode, sparked panic. Who's surprised on TikTok, right? (laughs) This led to a range of conspiracy theory style comments, videos. Some people claimed it had to be mold or toxic waste. Of course, some people blamed the 5G cell phone towers. You could literally be like, I have food poisoning, and someone would be like, it's a 5G cell phone tower. (laughs) putting that 5G everywhere. But there aren't actually too many conspiracy theories about this, really, compared to a lot of other things we talk about. Maybe because this is, again, kind of just based in fact, like this is really happening to people. That said, there is a conspiracy subreddit, right? (laughs) Because of course there is. And on that subreddit, The Rock from 1997 is essentially like the centerpiece of all the theorizing surrounding Colonia High. The detail about The Rock is interesting. However, we have to remember that The Rock was tested, again, in 2022, I believe, and there was no radiation. I do feel like something could be radioactive based, again, on my girls not in STEM little brain and then (laughs) maybe not be radioactive like 20 years later. I'm really not sure what the period of radioactivity is. Truly, I don't know. But if we're just to believe the scientists that, I guess, came into this school by 1997, everything was kosher. Now, if The Rock doesn't sell you, most of the other theories I found actually revolve around the potential of contaminated soil in Woodbridge Township. Redditor Dazzling Razmataz7 wrote that they heard on the news that Woodbridge used dirt from a uranium mine or processing plant, I guess one or the other, a couple miles up the street from where the school was built. I couldn't find anything to corroborate this claim or like any evidence of this, but interesting tidbit, interesting theory. But it gets deeper. Redditor Andy Lucia says, quote, I read the book Tom's River. It goes heavily into how common it was for companies in New Jersey to dump toxic waste where they shouldn't. I wouldn't be surprised if they dumped it on the land and the school was unknowingly built right on top. Redditor AJ Feely agreed, quote, the amount of shit that went down in the first 70 years of the 20th century in New Jersey is nuts. So across the board, it seems like the only real environmental reason that people could be getting brain tumors at this rate is that there's some kind of like radioactive waste somewhere in some form in one way or the other it's in the air it's in the soil it's in the rocks like it is somewhere around here that there's such a massive environmental difference we just don't know why yes yeah that's basically what people are trying to figure out and i think that that's why the conspiracy theories are as wild as they are because the only one that like i guess made sense was the rock now the rock is gone the rock has been long gone and they also said that the rock wasn't radioactive we also i mean they the people that came in and took the rock away said that it wasn't radioactive but these people came in in the first place because uh, somebody who had absolutely no bias in the situation said hey 
this rock is in fact radioactive, guys. This is a little sus. So we don't really, I guess, know. We only have reports. Yeah. We truly only have reports. Now, that little bit about apparently stuff just being kind of like crazy in New Jersey is something that TikToker Mariah Kitchen points out in what is probably my personal favorite theory. She said, would any of this be caused by the old radium plant within 30 minutes from the high school? The location of the radium girls? What are the radium girls? I went on a Google spree. I was so convinced that this was going to be like a pop album or something, but it is instead just a really tragic story. If you don't know, the Radium Girls were groups of thousands of female factory workers in the 1920s who contracted radiation poisoning from painting dials on watches with glowing green paint made from radium. The painting was done by women at three different factories in three different states at a time when science believed that radium was not poisonous. I won't go into the gory details here, and honestly, this is like an episode in itself, but these women, these girls were so exposed to radium that it said if you place a Geiger counter over their grave sites today in 2022 and just kind of like leave it there, it will never stop clicking, ever. The story of the Radium Girls is insane, tragic, and just goes to show, like, I just feel like we're going to be hearing about stuff like this that we use in everyday life forever, doing more research, learning more things about the things that we are exposed to in our daily lives that actually could cause great harm. I just sent a story to my mom, actually, I think it was on CNN, about how, like, a bunch of dry shampoos from a bunch of brands are being recalled because they're causing no. cancer from so many different brands. I sent it to her, and I was like, watch out. Like, please check your bathroom. So, yeah, it really is oh kind God. of everything. Literally me, the number one dry shampoo stan. I wash my hair, like, once a week, <laughs> so good to know. But, I mean, yeah, it's going to be like this. Like, we'll just always find out that ingredients we currently think are fine mm -hmm. because the science that we have to back them up says that they're fine unfortunately are just not actually okay this is really sad and the fact that you can place a geiger counter over them like today over the graves and it'll still just keep on clicking because they're that radioactive is that real or is no, that they like... say <laughs> okay. they say no scientific report thank you thank you for humbling me <laughs> But this is really wild because one of the Radium Girls watch studios was in Orange, New Jersey, only about 23 miles from the township. Now, that was a place confirmed to have radiation. And this is 23 miles from the township where the high school is. And the half-life of radiation is over 1,500 years. That being said, though, why is one school 23 miles away being affected and not the entire area? Unless, of course, you know, it is the entire area, and we just don't know yet. What do we think is causing this? I do not believe that we here in IUL are going to find the answers to something <laughs> so serious. No, However, for it, once, we've been stumped. <laughs> dang it, we're not solving this one case. <laughs> But I mean, this is just like really scary. And it's scary to think that there's such a massive outbreak of cancers from this time frame, but that government officials are coming out and saying, well, you know, there's just like no explanation. We don't know. 
Weirdly, though, New Jersey has kind of a crazy history of radiation dumping, and it's not all very widely documented. One of the TikTok comments on the the first viral video said that there's a DuPont dump site near the school, which I obviously could not, like, confirm. It's just what people are saying. Al Lupiano, however, remember Al? He's kind of the one spearheading the campaign into figuring out all the stuff with the brain tumors. Al Lupiano has hinted that he thinks that the history of power plants within a half hour of the school could be a reason for this. I guess almost like one of those charts where it's like the school is just in a perfect place or like the stretch of land is in this perfect place to be exposed to radiation. But seemingly it's not just the school. There are sources and people that argue that these numbers actually fall pretty much exactly in line with New Jersey's larger cancer rates, which is crazy. But, you know, regardless of distance that this particular cluster spreads, I think it's safe to say that, yeah, something about like the waste, I don't even know what you'd call it, being dumped in New Jersey is affecting seemingly the entire state. Yeah. This area in particular, potentially with this one rare form of cancer that could like certainly be the result of one particular dumping, I truly know nothing. I am so stupid. My brain is so small. But it seems like across the state, it's just not not great looks. Yeah. Potentially just has, I mean, it, it just does have higher cancer rates. So it could mean that this like little cluster is not that unique after all, which is really scary. Truly terrifying stuff. We want to know what you guys think about this one. Do we think that the government was being honest in their findings with The Rock back in 1997? Do we think that this school is just weirdly a hotspot of these unique clusters of very rare, aggressive cancers? I have no idea what to make of all of this. So let both of us, Eleanor and I, know all of your social media with hashtag gruesome twosome. Your thoughts on today's episode. We would love to hear from you. Thank you all so much for listening. We are once again your hosts, Loie and Eleanor, also known as the Gruesome Twosome, and we have loved this deep dive into the world of internet urban legends with all of you. You can find all episodes of the podcast, Internet Urban Legends, for free exclusively on Spotify. Don't forget to follow the podcast so we can continue bringing you a new disturbing mystery each and every week. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Loiebug and at Snitchery, and support our show by following at Parcast on Instagram and at Parcast Network on Twitter. Stay gruesome, friends. Internet Urban Legends is a Spotify original from Parcast. It is executive produced by Max Cutler from Parcast, Slash Management, and Ed Simpson, Fanny Baudry, and Leah Sutherland from Wheelhouse DNA. Sound designed by Ron Shapiro, with associate sound design by Jamie Ryan. It is produced by Jonathan Ratliff, Gemma Waters, John Cohen, Kristen Acevedo, and Chelsea Parker, and is associate produced by Gitu Mehra and Tracy Levy. Research and script writing provided by Jed Bookout. And we're your hosts, Loie Lane and Eleanor Barnes, a.k.a. The Gruesome Twosome. Hi, listeners. I'm Sarah Turney, host of Disappearances. In 2020, I used social media to help bring justice to my sister Alyssa's nearly two decades-long disappearance. Now, every Thursday, I'm exploring the many reasons people disappear and finding that the truth may be even harder to locate than the person. Follow the Spotify original from Parcast Disappearances 
listen free only on Spotify.